What's up, guys? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's completely free. Not only is it free, but there are also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, they'll be able to distribute your podcast for you on all the famous platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If you guys are creatives and want to get after it, I highly suggest using Anchor. Do you want eggs? I stole them from your kitchen. <laughs> I looted them from the nearest Costco. I looted them from your kitchen. <laughs> Good morning. It's fucked up. You're fucked up. You're not wrong. You know what's stupid? What? That uh, McDonald's has their own version of pancakes, and it's called hot cakes. Well, hot cakes is an expression that's been around forever. Really? Yeah. Dude, hot I, I pancakes? Would say, I would say hot cakes is actually an older expression than pancakes. I'd be willing to... Doesn't mean it's better. And then before that, it was flapjacks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that makes sense. Flapjacks, I've heard that. No, pancakes remain supreme. Cakes. Now, is it one of those things where McDonald's has to legally call their pancakes hot cakes because it's not technically like what would constitute a pancake? It's not a pan. They're just... It's basically because they're not made in a pan. They're just like... They're made in a... Well, I mean, aren't most pancakes made on a griddle? Well, yeah, but think so about... why aren't they called griddle cakes? Because they have them in griddle. <laughs> Aha! They already I have think them. they just need a hot piece of metal with some butter on it, and then that's pretty good. Hot griddle. Dude, I just need to griddle my cakes for a minute. Mm. Can you can you leave me alone so I can griddle my Zade's, cakes? This is Zade's new ebook, How to Griddle Your Cakes, and it's all about... <laughs> the five-step solution about... to creating the hottest cakes... Uh-huh. On the planet. Had a griddle and fiddle. By Zaid K. Dahaj. <laughs> By Zaid Tony Poppins. By Zaid Tony Poppins. That's so, your, uh, can that be your pen name? Or your sur, your uh, your surname is like Tony Poppins? Yeah, yeah. Like instead of you being Zaid on all of your books, like Zaid Dahaj, it's just Tony, Tony Pop. Poppins. That's your pen name. I'll put it in like two, two uh, point font at the bottom. Yeah, no, 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 no. Just the whole thing. No, 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 Zade on the front, just Tony Poppins. Sure, Tony we can do that. K. Poppins. How to Tame Your Inner Bitch by Tony Poppins. <laughs> or you could do a spin off of like bro motivational books. <laughs> They're all written by Tony Poppins. Alpha, bro. How to not show your emotions and suppress them. <laughs> Anyways. Welcome back to uh, this week's episode number 34 yes sir ah oh, it's been a while no it hasn't but that's kind of i tell you I what mean, this this fucking month like has felt like a goddamn year yeah even my long. mom told me that it's, it's like, been a this, long one this month for is sure. not ending yeah dude it started off with the may the 4th be with you and now it's fucking God, june that, dude we want to know it's weird like to me it feels like it was yesterday mm-hmm. like the whole may the 4th thing but looking at what date it is today you're right it does kind of feel like a fucking year went by yeah it's a lot of shit has happened dude yeah. and they're still uncovering crap like twitter never lets us down dude um they <laughs> you, you guys saw that scientists what? discover a uh, a cave untouched with more than 500,000 fucking undiscovered species what after what? five million years where people are like cover that shit this ain't the year fam you know yeah let it let, let it rest yeah if that's the case good lord can we wait till at least 2021 yeah literally maybe some of this shit gets didn't you go up. to uh one of the protests today diving right into mm. it of course, oh, I of course right everyone in. wants to Z- just dive into Z- that huh? <laughs> i want to understand this man's experience Okay. Of chaos. Zade doesn't want the foreplay. He just wants the main course. Well, Zade doesn't do appetizers. He does steak. (laughs) I'll give you a lot of desserts, though. Well, since we're on that topic, uh, I'd like to know what... What's happening, man, with that crap? Um, It's just... I mean, I mean, wouldn't you know the most? You were there. Yeah, I, I mean, I was there. But before we get to the live experience, no, about experience, the entire situation. Like, I mean, if that, you were, whole, that yeah, that whole George Floyd. If you were to boil this story. whole situation down in one sentence, what would you, what would you say? Unification over tyrannical jurisdiction. Okay. Or unification mm. brought on by tyrannical jurisdiction. And what do I mean by that? Now, I don't 
necessarily have a problem with the police as a whole. I believe that some of their ideologies in certain departments and in cities has definitely steered in the wrong direction, 100%, mm -hmm. no doubt about it. It's, mm -hmm. it's evident. You can look at it. There's written reports. There's facts and evidence that either that either these cops are racist or they're just going after people for whatever for like no apparent reason yep. other than ethnicity which you know being racist and we're we're not having it anymore no, we're just, people are yeah, not, people are not it. having it we're not we we're not happy that the change is bound to happen soon i mean didn't trump say he was launching an investigation into the whole thing after the spacex launch dedicated 20 minutes to talking about the situation going on in the country yeah I mean, it's it's time for a change, and the people want it. And I keep seeing on Instagram, like, there's a bunch of comments where it's like, the USA is in the middle of a race war. The USA, and it's like, when you go on Instagram, it looks like people of all races are out there protesting against the police. It's a, it's a protest against unrighteous authority. Yeah. Or unlawful authority. It's not a race war. I don't think it's a race war now because it seems like people are coming together and that's where the unification over tyrannical jurisdiction comes into play. Mm -hmm. But of course, with with every chaotic situation, you're going to have bad actors, you're going to have looters, people who instigate violence when, you know, just previously you have a peaceful protest. Yeah. Uh, that's to be expected. It's been happening for I mean, hundreds of years. Yeah. And the, I mean, the thing that I, I guess a positive to take out of this is that there's a lot of videos of crazy stuff going on in the streets right now with the rioting and the looting and stuff like that. But there are good good videos out there to come of out of it as well. For example, one of the most positive videos I've seen so far was actually posted on Joe Rogan's page semi-recently about a cop from Flint, Michigan saying like, listen, we're on your side. We put the batons down. We want to turn this from a riot or a protest into a parade. Show me where you want to walk and we'll lead you or like we'll walk with you and we want to make sure everybody stays safe and the message gets across. That's exactly how they should have handled the situation. That's all the people want. If you want to prove you're on the side of the people, prove, be on the side of the people. Don't fight against them. Yeah. This shit where the, like, the cops are running people over and stuff like that. I hear things where it's like, yeah, well, they're trying to protect themselves. Don't be in that situation. Why do you need to put yourself in that place where you're running people over? People that you're supposed to, that you were sworn to protect and serve, not assault I, I and batter. That. I get that. But it, it's, of course, it's complex. It's tricky. I understand. It's a very complicated topic. Don't Don't expect rationality to step in when, when emotion is in the driver's seat. It's just... I understand. A lot of situations like that are going to occur. Yeah, it's it's going to, but that doesn't mean it has to or it should. And I know that seems like an obvious, but I mean, all I hear is like the cops saying they're on the side of the people, yet they're fucking mowing them down. Yeah, like and we, acting super unlawful. We've all seen those, like all all kinds of footage, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, you can't even watch all of them because there's so many. But the ones we have seen, you've seen like dumb crap, like a bar barricade, right, between people and the police, and behind the police is empty land, and they're just sitting there with cruisers, right? Mm -hmm. And then you get a giant crowd of people. What was the point of that officer ramming through the fucking gate with his car? There wasn't one. There's no point. In, in his mind, the way he would justify it is I was getting charged. Yeah. And I needed to get through and get these people out of the way. Yeah. But rather than just, you know, like we were talking about a little bit earlier. Yeah. Stepping out in solidarity, solidarity saying, listen, I'm on your side. Yeah. I fucking hate that cop too. I hope he rots in hell. All that stuff. How do I help you? Yeah. How do I help make sure that your voice is heard? But no. That sounds easy, but there are also a lot of protesters who just want blood. I understand that. That's why you needed to step in before this shit got so far out of control. Yeah. I feel like, okay, so considering my experience today, mm -hmm. yes, they were taking a lot of shit from us. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. most they can do was put their hand on their gun. That's it. To like shut you up or try to shut you up. And it, you can tell, dude, that there's a higher order being a bitch inside that building. Just telling them what to do. Don't react. Don't kneel. Don't listen to them. You know? 
it's robotic. It's, it's robotic, bro. Yeah. And that sucks. And I feel like I know why it's a huge deal now to like listen to the crowd. So when you see an officer like actually take a knee, people go insane. Like they're ha they're filled with joy. They're exactly. Because like, right? because the, what they see is the big bad guys. Like no, they're just like us. They don't like this. Mm -hmm. They don't want this. They they want they want us to be heard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They don't need to hear this in the in the news. Yeah. Or they mm -hmm. don't want to. Yeah. They feel as if it's unnecessary. So join the people that are fighting against that. Why are you opposing them? Now I'm not saying, for instance, in your protest, were you outside of a government building? I was outside the city hall. Okay, so you're outside of a city hall. Mm -hmm. I understand that the cops are there because they don't want protesters to go inside. Yeah. That's fair. They could also just be there and say, listen. We're doing that. We want this to be safe. All yeah. right. We don't want to shoot anybody. We don't want any of any problems. We don't mm. want any fights. We want you as Americans to practice your First Amendment, mm -hmm. utilize it. And I hope the people inside this building have the big enough ears and brains to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Which is down. I was I was glad a lot of people were like basically cursing the system and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. And just talking straight facts to their face. Um, was uh, anybody, any law enforcement fire any tear gas or anything? No. Rubber no, bullets? Nothing like that, no. But um, National Guard was everywhere. They're, they blocked us in. So obviously their strategy is to have you in a corner, or not even a corner, just like on the street, and then they'd square you in. Mm. So that when curfew hits, tear gas, baby, right there. Really? Dude, there was National Guard literally on well, I mean, in like, front of us, behind us, on the right, and the left was open. Well, Once it, it was getting closer to eight, more cars started closing in. Mm. Really? So it was, we were literally squared in. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. But so, at 8 o'clock, do you think that tear gas went flying, though? Like I, I'm not sure. Or we, do you think they just told everybody to go home, the curfew's in order? They probably told everyone to go home, and now they have Amber Alerts, so everyone got the notification. I've, I haven't gotten any of those personally, but yeah. I've been getting texts about them. Yeah, like, on the way saying. there, every city had its own curfew. So Long Beach was 6 p.m., um, 6 p.m. Yeah, and then I think like Hawthorne. Five, I heard 4 p.m. Yeah, Hawthorne cities. was Jeez. 7, and then L.A. was 8. And then, dude, 4 p.m. is Beverly Hills. That's, mm. Wow. That's crazy. But um, Makes sense because that, that area yeah, was but popping like, off. In a, in a sense, you do have to control that, dude, because these, yeah. these officers work on shifts, right? Mm -hmm. Whether good or bad, it doesn't matter. Dude, at this point, you can't really, you can't say all cops are bad. The majority but in this of moment, cops are good. It is very under, understandable that everyone is pissed off and this isn't right and we should we should kind of like push out that negative, right? That negative talk towards them, that hate. Yeah, it's but fine. keep in mind 90 to 95% of cops are good. They are normal ass people who want to want want to feed yeah. their families. Well, I don't know. It could be lower percentage. I'm not sure. But the point is that there has to be a different hiring process. There has to be more background checks for people. Um, you can't, it, like, it can't be like a dead-end job to be a police officer, right? Well, how do you find out, like, if you're screening somebody to be a police officer? Like, what even, what questionnaire or what, what, what even process do you go through to figure out if they have a racial bias? Um, well, I knew, I actually, I knew someone that actually applied to LAPD. Yeah. How does that work? Did they explain this or something like this? Yeah. So they do go through your social media. They see what kind of ideas you have. Um, they they have to call like several people on it. You have to add, I don't know how many people to be honest. So they basically but need references to prove. They need references from all over. So not just family. Um, and then they ask you a bunch of questions. So like I got a call like that once. It was like, hey, uh, I'm pretty sure you know this guy. Uh, this is the LAPD calling. We just need to have a short survey or whatever. Mm -hmm. About him, so and so, and you, you just answer a bunch of questions. So it's kind of like an interrogation, but not really. That's what it feels like. It's a it's an investigation. It's not an investigation. An yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like you put on the spot and they ask like bizarre questions, but you're like, mm, I can answer that to the best of my ability, but that's so not. tricky. Can yeah, you remove I, racial bias or bias? You can't remove bias in general. You can and if you can change bias though. Well, yeah, but if a cop is rolling into like a ghetto part of a city, and there happens to be a, a group of African American people who live there, uh, as in the case of most cities in the or a lot of cities in the U.S., 
what are you going to do about that? I mean, that's, that's, that's a very complex and tricky situation. I think a good step forward, at least to get the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how y'all will feel about this. I just... Uh, y'all? Hey, <laughs> yeah. let, me, let me speak. It was right? cute. Don't worry. <laughs> I, got, I got some Southern twang in there. It's down in there somewhere. Twang. twang. But oh, anyway. I, I genuinely think that maybe hiring more African-American officers... Mm-hmm. Definitely is a step in the right direction. Could be, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Because um, at least within the police force, there will be a better understanding or a start of a better understanding of black issues. Yeah, and how to approach them, and like where black people would stand on certain political, mm-hmm. you know, spectrums or voices or conversations that we're having right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just think it would be a good step forward to get them in there. That makes sense. That was a thought that I had there because yeah. I saw I, I saw a few um, African American police officers and it made you feel good in a way. Like it, it's weird. It's kind of like it provided comfort in a non in an uncomfortable environment. You how know what s- I mean? How so? <laughs> well, elaborate. If- elaborate because they're in the force and seeing how like Black Lives the the Black Lives Matters uh, like uh, movement. Is that it's all time high right now? Yeah, um, it just made you feel a little bit more comfortable. Like, you know, we're standing on the outskirts, and he's standing in there too. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you're seeing both sides, but um, I don't know, man. I feel like they're they're this is something that's very necessary, and I don't think it's necessary to be stealing shit. That doesn't just justify stealing crap. Yeah, right. Look, if you're gonna burn a police car, go for it. You know what? It's a symbol. Whatever. But if you're gonna stealing, burn, wait, I'm sorry. What? If you're gonna burn a police car, whatever. <laughs> yeah, just, dude. Just it's a political statement. Dude, it's, it's fine. It's been, <laughs> it's been a symbol for over sixty years, dude. Yeah. Like but that, that's but gonna it happen regardless. It. it doesn't matter. Yeah. But here's the thing, right? Like I'm talking about like spray painting, burning things, whatever. But if you're burning someone's business or breaking in and stealing jewelry or like Going to the freaking AMG section of Mercedes. Like, okay, take, we can get a you know, cop car because it belongs to the state or whatever. whatever. It's my money anyway. But if you yeah, go like, for small businesses and, and, you know, people's livelihoods are at stake. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's kind of like, a different story. But yeah, because then it's stealing. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're just stealing shit. It's like. If, you, you, need a, you need a harsh like, enough statement. Like what did Mercedes do to you? Nothing. You just wanted a freaking G63. That fucking G wagon, yeah, baby. Just wanted yeah. some AMG. And what's built, stupid? That, that thing's gonna get confiscated, bro. That's, yeah. This is probably one of the stupidest, uh, stupidest things you could do. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, but other than that, um, I feel like it's just cool to see everyone come together, whether you're white, Arab, Indian, black. Fucking anything, did you dude. did you everyone feel as there. if everybody was one unit? Yes, dude. And mm. everyone was talking to everyone. I was going up to people. People come up to me and be like, "Man, so I love your sign." You know, all that stuff. Yeah, just much love from everywhere, dude. You could be Sikh, Muslim, Christian, doesn't matter. That's that's one of the coolest parts to me. Yeah, that is. As everybody's down. coming together as Americans, as and as humans, and as yeah, as people. Yeah, and we're just saying, you know what? We need to stand together. Yeah, this shit's not okay. Yeah. That's, it's, I mean, fighting against tyrannical governments. Yeah. It's America. crazy, dude. <laughs> That's how you know their training system is, like, insane. Because if you really take away their uniforms and badges, we're all just flesh. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole point. Like, yeah. These are just people who it's have like, normal ass jo- yeah. Well, they don't have a normal they job. They make it they have- seem like they're heartless, but I'm not sure if they're heartless. You know what I mean? Bro, of course they're not heartless. It's like, it's, it's, it's very rare... Like the, when you see the the cop for who killed mm-hmm. George Floyd, for example, yeah, terrible example. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's that's a specifically like that's a consciously chosen example out mm-hmm. of the millions of other cases of things that occurs, yeah, within like daily life, yeah. yeah. And you're not trying to reject that it isn't a reality, mm-hmm. of course. Like not. you're not saying that this doesn't happen because it, it does. It yeah, happens a lot. It it does happen. Mm-hmm. But what you're trying to say, as you have been saying. Is just statistically, from what it seems like, most cops on a daily basis are doing their job. Well, there's got to be, what, thousands of interactions every single day. Yeah, as best to their ability as they can. Exactly. Because they're human beings. 
It's very hard to target these uh, the few select ones. Like for being it's, racial, it or seems like it's personal. hard. It's hard for people to tar- target the select ones without targeting the whole. It seems like it's hard for people to think in a nuanced fashion. Because, Jesus. dude, this has been happening for a long, oh yeah, time, a long, long time. time. And let's just say it's been documented for the past seven years. That's it. So imagine what we don't see. Obviously, now that our phones are getting better, everyone's recording, or you can record at any time, literally. Mm-hmm. You can see all these. Like, freaking black people, dude, getting pulled over. You see one video a day, at least, for the past seven years of, like, BS that they have to deal with. Oh, yeah. Right? And interestingly interestingly enough that you said that, mm-hmm. that reminded me of a conversation Zade and I were having before you walked in. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, I was just, like, Googling statistics. Yeah. Because, for example, if you go on, like, and I know this is super random. Yeah. But if you go on Full Send's page. Mm-hmm. And you look at all of their their comment sections for almost any one of their posts, right? And I'm not saying full send is like super hard line right wing the stuff. Arbiter. These are just the comment sections. This is out mm-hmm. of their control, right? Yeah. So there will always be at least in the first five comments, somebody will say, oh, so like the amount of white people getting killed by police is five times the amount of that of black people. Okay. And I was like, all right, let's see if that's true. Googled it. Yeah. The five times or the 500% increase of white people to black people. Not true. Mm-hmm. It's not even 100%. Yeah. It's actually less than that. Now, are white people being killed by police officers more? Like, have, do more people die on an annual basis because of police officers that are white? Yes. However, the rate at which black people or the percentage chance that they have of being executed or murdered by the police is higher mm-hmm. disproportionately. Yeah. So the number of white people getting killed in the country to the number of white people that live in the country or the percentage of that, the chance of getting killed by a cop is significantly lower yeah. than African Americans. Mm-hmm. That's an important statistic to mention mm-hmm. the chance of getting shot. Yeah. yeah I'm going to bring up an interesting thing. Um, you guys have seen the curious case of Benjamin Button, no? Yes, parts of it, sorry. Okay, so not. in the beginning, the dad takes the son because he's ugly as hell and tra- um, sends it to a black family, right? Puts it on their porch because he doesn't want him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? So while that's happening, a cop sees him and says, hey, stop, and starts running after him. Okay? All he's holding is a lantern. Now, remember those days. It was probably like the 1940s or something. Yeah. And it was just a it was a simple chase. No weapons, nothing. It was just like this guy's legit just trying to arrest him. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. That was that was the goal is try, to try to arrest. Now, over the years, I feel like they've become so trigger happy that the that the goal is to try to kill someone. And that's what it seems like. I, w- I would go against that. I don't think it's the goal to kill somebody. I think it's just it's what naturally happens when you're in a situation where you feel like you're going to die. It's either life or death on both sides. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's a philosophy. Because you're not thinking rationally. Yeah, every man um, for himself kind of thing, right? Yeah. And, Survival. And when your emotional brain takes over, you're not you're not thinking about how... You're not thinking logically. Yeah. So you're going to do stupid shit. It's mm-hmm. inevitable. Um, but yeah. It's just, it's, I don't know, man. It's, like I said, tricky situation. It's a touchy, so fucking complex. it's a very touchy, emotional, very hard case. Um, Did you yeah. see any uh, Antifa members at your, at your... Uh, uh, there was a lot that looked like them, but... Yeah, I, I was going to say, how could you even tell with the COVID-19 shit? Yeah, you, you can't really tell. I mean, everyone's just kind of, they're all masked and shit. They all look like anarchists. And, yeah, good point. Yeah. Trying to start a revolution. <laughs> they all look you know? like anarchists. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, like I said, dude, before, there's always going to be the the trend goers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but y- you can't be able to tell, it's just, it's COVID and yeah, stuff like that. Um, yeah, the vibe you get is, is just kind of like, dude, this is so surreal and they could fire at us at any time and there are hundreds of them. That's scary. Yeah, and Jesus. we're standing right there. Like, I'm looking this guy in the eyes, dude. You know what I mean? And rubber bullets don't fuck around either. Oh, no, they don't no, fuck around. Yeah, you fuck. can die from Yeah, you can get brain Absolutely. damage. Absolutely. Yeah. At least. At least brain damage. 
somehow. If you get hit in the head. See yeah. these people on Twitter, oh, rubber bullets don't do anything, bro. Oh, no, they fuck you up, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I, I hate to use a really stupid, I hate to use a really stupid example, but, and I think it was Jackass 2, the movie. <laughs> I mean, they stood in front of a riot of a, like, it was just a charge, right? And it wasn't a specific gun. And it was just a charge that shot rubber pellets. And it was for, like, large-scale crowd control. Uh -huh. mm. Three dudes stood in front of it, and they were about 15 to 20 feet away from it. These pellets, like, dug into their skin. Oof. Like, ripped in, and they're bleeding, and, yeah. like, they're on the ground in serious pain. Yeah. They mess you up, man. Yeah. Way That's worse than, than a paintball. Oh, what oh, the yeah, hell? Way Dude, worse. How, you can't even compare it to a paintball. Paintball I've is never been shot by either, so I don't know. Yeah. I... <laughs> No, okay, no. <laughs> I mean, I've been shot by a paintball, and it was just like there's a little welt, but it yeah, wasn't yeah. anything crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you guys, I got shot in the neck by a paintball. Yeah, that hurts. That shit hurts. Yeah, it hurts. You can almost get knocked out from it. Um, I also, especially like I know this is super off topic, but like frozen paintballs. Ooh. Mm. Anybody that uses those is just a dick. Yeah. And they're like actually trying to hurt you. That's a true damage. anarchist yeah. right there. Well, I remember this one time I was, this was the only time I went paintball or I went paintballing. This guy uh, was asking for frozen bullets at the ammo depot. And I was like, what are the frozen bullets for? And um, the guy said, oh, it's to break the kids' masks was his response. <laughs> and I can't tell hell? if he was joking or not, but I would imagine because he has a custom gun where you could like adjust the, the pressure. Yeah, the PSI. Yeah. And... Yeah, I mean, if it was a frozen bullet and it managed to maintain its shape as it was shooting out of the barrel, yeah, that would totally go through a kid's mask, hundred percent. But I mean, that's, that's that's not what we're talking about, right? Yeah, now, yeah. But, no. But yeah, man, I kind of I support it. Um, I'm not really about the looting. I just don't see yeah. a point in that. Um, I do understand that everyone is mad. I mean, I'm angry myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, as you should be. This but yeah, dude, I, I, it's like it's like all these years I've I've been seeing these videos and all this stuff, and finally we're pulling off Rodney King Part Two. It's like this needs to happen in a way, mm. right? Yeah. Because what what does peaceful protesting mean? Just hold up signs and just chant as a group. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's people are just gonna brush you, it off, like whatever. You can only do so much yeah, peaceful. Protesting. But the moment you start like initiating stuff. Setting things on fire, breaking things, mm -hmm. spray painting, all that stuff. It's going to spark outrage from every direction. And look at what we did, dude. There's countries all over the, 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 the world protesting the same thing. Yeah. They don't know this man. They don't know what it's like to be here. But they're still like, man, that is some fucked up shit. And we stand by you. That was sick. Waking up to that this morning, that was dope. But, did, yeah. um, when the, when Rodney King was beaten... Did the uh, riots go on in other states? Or was it only L.A.? I have no idea. That's an excellent... I imagine there were protests yeah. in um, other states. Riots? I don't know. My dad yeah. was telling me it was mostly, like, big cities. Like, New York, Chicago, L.A., you know. So what's mm. going on, like, Things right like that. Now, things where there's, like, a district in, like, a giant downtown. And things like that. But... <laughs> Zayd and I were watching videos of the L.A. riots. Yeah. Uh... What a, you showed up. That's a surreal thing to that watch. Was, that was yeah. wild. I yeah. mean, like it was some Wild West shit. Yeah, it was just we watched. Uh, it was the Korea, the Korea, or yeah, Korean town or Korea yeah. town. Just, just firing rounds at each other, and I mean, there's shotguns going off. There's rifles, yeah, pistols, and they're going at it. Yeah, they're like, oh, get near my store, you're dead. Yeah, straight up. They're it's, sitting on the roof and stuff, right? Oh no, these guys were on ground level. Oh my god! Just the main, the Dude. main guy said that if he saw somebody with a gun, he immediately shot. Just at shot them. him. <laughs> that's some yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's insane. That's some survival going back. And they had to footage like, of him doing it. Yeah, going, he was out in the open, no cover, was just shooting dudes yeah. that were walking by or were threatening him or shooting at him already. Yeah, damn, just crazy. I, I love how he had no cover whatsoever, but he was putting his hands up as if that would protect him. He even mentioned that <laughs> in the video. He was like. There's a point where you can see in the video where I put my hands up and I'm trying to protect my head, but he's like, I think if a projectile was moving that fast anyways, it would just go through my hand and into my head or whatever. Yeah. It's just, it's so wild. That's insane, dude. Um, on, some, uh, on some more positive news, though, mm. SpaceX and NASA. America getting back into the space frontier. Oh, yeah. You hear that, Russia and today, China? Today was a bad day for flat earthers. <laughs> 
It was. That's a good point. It was. We should fly all the... I'm waiting for the flat Mars theories to come. Yeah, dude. What flat a moment, Mars. though. What a moment. All right, we're moving on to Mars, boys. That That's their next movement. Dude, imagine, imagine being the first human to step on Mars. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's happening sure. sooner than you think. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm real excited. <laughs> Even is the, it, I mean, even the moon is going to be pretty gnarly. Just ask Zaid how amped I was to show, Zaid, how amped was I to show you those videos of this SpaceX? man embodied patriot patriotism when he watched that video <laughs> of the launch. Dang, full was, on red blooded American. It was the cool. It's so cool, and especially the video that I watched where it was like they kind of just recapped it because I mean it's 19 hours of footage. By yeah. the way. The original intent of the mission, other than to get people into space, go into orbit, at least for a short period of time, it was to get, it was to board people onto the ISS mm -hmm. to prove that it could be done, like, you know, one from an American company, not mm -hmm. the government, a privatized industry yes, sent two people to the ISS and they landed there safely. I don't know if they have left or if they're staying up there, but... I do know this. Hmm. The boosters that they used to get the rocket up there yeah. landed back on their landing pad safely. They're reusable. They're going to use them in the next missions. And it, that, it's amazing. Dude, that, that, that the really... The feds should take notes. <laughs> they should take notes on how to be efficient. Yeah. Well, isn't SpaceX a private... It was kind of like a. It was started as Pri a private. It's yeah, a privatized company. Private. Yeah. yeah. So they're doing what NASA's doing, but private. They were all. They're also working with NASA. Okay. They're working along. They're, you know, helping. It's like an one. extension it's a of NASA at this point. Yeah. No, not an kind extension of. of NASA. It's an individual company, but they work with NASA because they're one of the most successful space or aerospace yeah. companies. Of dude, not companies, but industries or organizations, I yeah. guess, of all time. Yeah, everybody thought Elon was crazy when he said that you uh -huh. know they were going to use reusable rockets. Yeah. Bruh, he sent two people into space. It's going down, that and is... it went off without a hitch. It was perfect. Without a hitch, dude. That is so sick. It was money. Everything was perfect. That is honestly like I'm actually smiling. It's right the now. cool. Like, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah, cool. no, no. It may it may seem insignificant to people who don't give a shit about space, but yeah. that's a monumental step. Hell yeah, dude! Because that gets us ever so closer Within to being a multi-planetary species. Before we're yeah, fifty years old, people will be on Mars, dude. I can smell Elon's Musk from here, bro. <laughs> like <laughs> that's insane, bro. Uh, just, Elon just Tusk think of the coming in clutch. The feline tusk. Think of the potential, bro. One day you're gonna go on like Eventbrite, and then you're just gonna buy tickets to go to Mars. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, straight dude. up. Or the moon. Oh my god, dude! And then it'll really be Astro World. I told, <laughs> I told Zade we can only fly to the moon, or we can only fly to the moon with one exception. Hmm. And if they say no, I don't think I can do it. Fly me, me to the moon. <laughs> that needs to be playing during takeoff. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, dude. But I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, That's man. just the moment. Just watching. Dude, the spaceship was insane. Oh, I just want, I, like, I want the feeling of that, of that thrust. Oh I want to know what that feels like. Yeah, I think they, I think they experience up to 10 G's at certain parts. Oh, so you'd probably black out, bro. You can. Yeah. I just want to do zero gravity. I want to yes. float there. I want to feel it. You so know what? Bad. I, what, what I really want to do? I want to take a Capri Sun with me, <laughs> and just like, ah, let me try to poke that hole. Well, and funny, like, funny enough, all the food and water and stuff that the NASA uses and mm -hmm. sends up to the astronauts, like especially all the beverages, they come with special straws that kind of look like a Capri Sun, but mm -hmm. like made for space. Yeah. And so, like, they have these little valves that you can open and close, so water can flow through or not. Oh shoot! And you just pop it open and. Here's the important so question, though. Sick. Is it gluten free, paleo friendly, grass fed? Oh my god. Wild caught. Yeah, probably. Dude, just get the highest quality. <laughs> Think about this real quick. Imagine taking a shit in space. They've talked about it. Really? Yeah. It's, Everything I'm thinking of. That's so sick. It's anyway. a um. I think it was just like you put your you put your ass over like this really weird looking toilet. Yeah. And then you poop, and then don't you have to strap yourself? I think. 
Okay. I think there was either a strap or there was like a handle you could hold on to because you don't want to lift off because you know your poop's just gonna fly yeah, out yeah. of it. <laughs> oh, shit's good, dude! Yeah. A, a turd is just gonna hit your face, like. And then I imagine what there was is there's like a light bit of suction just to like move it towards one one side of yeah. whatever, and then you can get off and then it'll close and yeah. suck it into one, wherever. One thing I'm wondering though is your bowel movements are they changing? They have to be changing because no gravity. Because your digestion or your yeah. digestive tract works differently because it doesn't have to deal with the um, the one direction that gravity goes, yeah. which is down, mm -hmm. at least according to us, right? Yeah. So it probably I mean, has to be like super stressful on the body, just the whole process. Oh, I mean, your bones deteriorate. Yeah. Your um, your eyes start to round off in the back or become flat in the back. Excuse me. Jesus. Yeah, and that can cause a lot of uh, vision problems. Um, yeah, stigmatism. That kind your of whole face looks super bloated and red just because, you know, your body, once again, you're not fighting gravity, so all of your blood doesn't kind of just go down to your legs. It's mostly concentrated evenly throughout the body. Mm -hmm. So you're also really snotty in space because, you know, your immune system is just, like, all clogged up because, once again, everything's floating freely. Yeah. So let, so let's say okay we go to the moon say mm -hmm. thirty years just just as a time frame whatever sure. I give it I give it five to ten okay interesting I'm I think I think within five years he's gonna have somebody what, on the moon what the hell mm, are people like it. us going to do on the moon besides look at all the cool shit of course well the the moon is really used as a secondary launch point to get to Mars. Okay. That's what the whole purpose of the yeah. the moon base is for. It's the closest one. It's a it's a point for your rocket to land, refuel, mm -hmm. and then it'll just launch you off to Mars once you're on proper trajectory. Yeah. The equivalent of like going to New York and then taking another flight to Asia. Exactly. Yeah. And also I imagine taking off from the moon, right? A lot less gravity you have to deal with. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, you're also kind of using it as a catapult. So theoretically right the moon is spinning around the earth and it has its own momentum going on and then you you by being on the moon you inhabit whatever momentum it has and you can use that to your advantage to basically throw you mm -hmm. like a catapult in the direction of mars so you can use a lot less fuel um the amount of thrust that you would get launching off significantly mm -hmm. reduced and when you get to mars you can have a much larger payload than you would on earth right or launching mm -hmm. from earth um you can take more fuel over there to send other spaceships back do a whole bunch you of can cool do shit. yeah a whole bunch of other stuff so the moon base is really the most optimal point or the most optimal part and everything i am so stoked now and then there's the conversation of what we do on mars when we get there ah so elon musk and has talked about this and this is kind of just the <laughs> the main theory as to what we should do in order to get Mars back on track, or at least relatively speaking, because the planet's just basically a giant desert for mm -hmm. the most part with a bunch of craters, a bunch of mountains, Crested Buttes. It's just, it's unreal. Yeah. If you have the opportunity after this, by the way, and this is for the listeners as well, the uh, Mars rover has sent back some absolutely stunning images I've seen those. of the Martian landscape. And just the way that the wind has carved out the rocks and the patterns that formed in that is it's fascinating. It's unreal. And they're like four, not I think they were like 4K rendered images, just absolutely beautiful. My point is when you get to Mars, right? What we want to do is eventually live on it, make it habitable. And what we don't want to do is just set up camp there and expect everything to be okay. Of course. Mars is rough. Yeah. Mars has insane dust storms. Mm -hmm. It has an atmosphere that we can't live in if we take our helmets off. So assuming we get to Mars, we have to, we would have specific jobs in order to improve living base conditions. or living conditions. Yes. That makes sense. And what it's primarily going to be focused on is terraforming. So basically building a planet. Turning it into basically another Earth. Something that's livable. Yeah. And how do you start that? Well, with Elon, his theory is the quickest way to do that is to build an atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Because Mars, Mars's atmosphere is incredibly weak in comparison to the Earth's, right? So the Earth, we have obviously the multiple layers of the atmosphere. But the one that we inhabit, 
it manages to trap the majority of gases, right, at a reasonable altitude, mm -hmm. especially closer towards sea level and stuff like that. So we can breathe and live on this planet happily, not have to worry about wearing a spacesuit <coughs> every time we step outside, right? Mm -hmm. So what he wants to do is pump CO2 into the air. Mm -hmm. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. What the fuck? Like, why would we pump CO2 into the air? Yeah. Because life or life in this term or in this instance, plants needs something to process, which would be sunlight, mm -hmm. which Mars already has a good amount of, and CO2. The process of utilizing sunlight is the energy and CO2 is the food mm -hmm. to process, resulting in oxygen and glucose. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. So you're feeding the plant. You're creating oxygen on a large scale. You're utilizing plants in order to get green again. And then once we have more oxygen in the air and we start getting uh, introducing other gases and stuff like that, we've affected the microclimate, and now we're working onto the macroclimate as a whole. And once that starts, holy shit, are those clouds? Yeah, Is it about it to rain on the fucking red planet for the first time? Gradually yeah. start to improve it, yeah. Exactly. And then, holy shit, we got our water back. Yeah. And then, once we have a solid enough atmosphere to the point where heat can stay trapped within the, the bounds of the atmosphere, all the ice starts to melt. And things come back to the surface. Mm. Then we start fucking looting. And then we get... <laughs> <laughs> Life on Mars, 2040. Mar I don't think Mars will be green by the time we die, but... Yeah. Doesn't matter. We'll have an experience. Man, could you imagine going to Mars, though, man? Yeah, that would be oh, insane. That would be... I've already new, been to Mars. New. This would be... This would be, I guess, three things on my bucket list, right? I don't really, I don't have a drive to live forever. Like if they came out with something where it extended your lifespan by 20 years, or there's some new bionic thing that you can have put into your, or that you can use as like a leg or whatever. I'm not super duper into it right now, at least, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. However, if I live to be 101, I could technically say I'm a tri-centurion. I've lived in three different centuries. Nah. I lived in the 1900s, the 2000s, and the 2100s. This guy just wants the clout. Then <laughs> I could be an interstellar traveler. Yeah. I could travel to the moon. I could travel to Mars. I could then say I've been on three celestial bodies yeah. in my lifetime. Wait, hold three on. Three centuries... Three celestial He's going to use bodies. that as a pickup line and try to pick hold up chicks. Hold on, hold on. That's a fucking 101-year-old. Now, does time change on Mars? Oh, yeah. The time dilation is borderline insignificant. And what do you mean by time change, actually? I should ask The speed you. of time. Like, um, a, Do you mean in terms of, like, interstellar? Like how, yes. Um, how every uh, five minutes was, like, a year? Theory of relativity? Yeah. Um, no. So that was made up. It's it's yeah. not, no 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 it's no, not no. Far Relativity enough? is a real thing. And yeah, gravity but, but actually, we're not, but it's not far enough for it to be. Far enough sense. isn't even the right term, because a million light years away, according to us, it's twenty twenty. The thing is, the light hasn't reached us yet, so we're technically seeing into the past. Yeah. So. Okay, that's hold the fuck on. I think you just you just confused half our viewers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. We're looking into the past. Now that hits deep. <laughs> <laughs> that hits very deep. Without without wormholes, there's a cone set around us, right? Yes. Where there's a certain distance that we could travel within a given, I believe it was a given year, so at the speed of light, right? Mm -hmm. If we were to travel the speed of light for a year, yeah. for instance, go a light year away, mm -hmm. right? We wouldn't necessarily catch up to something in our modern time, if that makes any sense. Like by the time we got back to Earth, the cone change, it's all in perspective as to where you are as an individual, right? Yeah. So like if you want a light year away, everything, you've now moved that entire circle, right? Of yeah. distance that you can travel where it's still somewhat within your relative bound, mm -hmm. or at least in terms of time. Yeah. When you step outside of that, that's when things start to change or you move that cone, right? Mm -hmm. Now you're outside of that bounds and it's a little bit, it's a little bit wonky with time dilation. Yeah. How do you know all of this? Studying, dude. 
This is what fascinates me. This guy's yeah. fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson. He loves space, dude. Yeah, I love I love space. Honestly, if there's two people I could talk to right now, it'd be Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah. and Elon Musk. Bro, he's interstellar right now, dude. Not Tony Poppins? I talk to Tony Poppins every day. That's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. He's probably sick of Tony Poppins. No, yeah. I, I want to talk to, to <laughs> Feline Tusk. All right? Give me the Tusk I want to talk to him about the physics of electric cars. I want to ask him specifically how he gets that launch perfect. Is it like a dial turning up in terms of acceleration? God, you're such does a dork. Somehow, yeah. Does he somehow get the mechanical grip just off the line with the tires? Which I don't think that is. I think he dials it up. So while the torque feels instantaneous, it's actually a very, very drastic curve up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, not what I'm talking about. But what I'm saying, not what we were talking about, but when you said we were looking into the past, yeah. or when I said that, right, and you're like, hold the phone. Yeah. Every time you look at a star that's like very, very far away, right? Yeah. Light, while it's fast as hell, mm-hmm. right? Like if you turn on a light, it almost instantaneously instantaneously travels from one corner of the room to the other. Yeah, unless they're fluorescent. Something's wrong with the electricity, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> I'm I, kidding. I don't, are fluorescent lights even traveling at the speed of light? I think they're technically slower because it's yeah, artificial. They're way slower. Dude. Are you asking me? No, I'm just saying that. I'm just saying out loud. I think fluorescent lights, if I'm not mistaken, are technically slower than the actual speed of light because it's yeah. an artificial. It feels like it has an ignition and it like ignites it slowly. Like it's but weird. what I'm trying but to yeah. say is anyway, light's sorry. fast as shit, yeah. right? But it's still not instantaneous. Yeah. So something that's a million, a million light years away, it's going to take a million light years for that light to travel to us. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why... When we talk about the observable universe, there theoretically is a limit to it because that's the farthest away. That's the farthest light that's been able to reach us at this mm-hmm. time. So when we watch like the birthing of new galaxies and stuff like that, it feels like it's happening right now. But in actuality, it happened however many light year or years ago in terms of light years, right? Yeah. Like in terms of its distance. Mm-hmm. That's how far, that's how long ago it happened. Mm. So if it's like a thousand light years away, that shit happened a thousand years ago, but we're now seeing it right now in 2020. Okay, so you're talking in from the perspective of being outside of, of planet Earth. What do you mean by that? Outside of the observable so the universe. the past would be if you're past the moon. No. So the past would be while we're on Earth. What perspective no. are you talking about? I'm talking us when you look at a star, right? Oh, from here. And I don't mean yeah. any star. I'm just saying a star that's theoretically a thousand light years away. Okay. Or better yet, let's just say it's like watching a birthing galaxy. Okay. That's a thousand light years away. Mm-hmm. That's a big ass distance, right? Yeah. And we're watching it saying, oh, wow, this galaxy just formed. It formed right now. Nope. That's a mate. No, it formed a thousand years ago and mm-hmm. it's just getting to us. Shit, there could have been a whole bunch of stuff happening in that galaxy that already happened, you know, over the course of a thousand years. We just don't know about it yet because the information or the light hasn't reached us yet. Yeah. And so that's why the idea of wormholes is so tantalizing. Yes. Tantalizing. I, to, I think I'm going to go deep tonight on my freaking laptop, dude. Dude, t- dude, the theory of wormholes <laughs> blows. It's just it kind of. I would say it gets rid of the theory of relativity. But it definitely eases it. Yeah. There's no better way to feel insignificant. Because if you could travel from one point of the universe to the other instantaneously, you don't really have to worry about that. I'm going to call it, I guess, time dilation in terms of light trying to reach us. It's yeah. a shortcut. Yes. It's a shortcut that happens instantaneously. Mm. Yeah. Which theoretically, that's how Neil deGrasse Tyson tried to simplify the fourth dimension. He said the movie Monsters, Inc. got it fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's what a that's what a wormhole would look like, theoretically speaking, if it was within the bounds of a door frame. Yeah. It would just look like you opened a door and you're in Hawaii. Yeah. Beautiful. And then you step through and you're in Hawaii. Yeah. And then you step back and you're in California. Now that obviously sparks a million questions in my head. And it'll be endless. But Oh yeah. <laughs> that's a I mean, dude, there's so many things about that. Y- our our body is made up of compounds that i think would probably explode if we would we were to hit a wormhole no no we would just enter because you're warping you're just warping the space around you you're not warping the matter that travels through the space dude holy okay so i'm probably thinking about time machines (laughs) dude what the hell like my head's about to explode but that's what happens when you start to think about the universe buddy it just feels like it's so out of 
Like it feels so unreal. It's that so it's, there's no way it's real. It's so yeah. big that you draw a blank. Yeah, you're like, uh, I, uh, all I can picture is like a white room in my head. <laughs> Just nothing. That's like, that's why I like the uh, the Rick and Morty string theory aspect of it. Mm. It makes more sense than time travel, right? Yeah. So theoretically, in string theory, there's an infinite amount of universes with an infinite amount of possibilities. Meaning theoretically, anything that could happen has happened at least once in a different universe, right? Mm -hmm. And if you somehow manage to find a way to lock into those universes like they did in Rick and Morty, where they just bounce around and Rick's like, I'm C-137, right? And then there's like D-439, right? And there's an infinite amount of Ricks. My point is, you could go to a point or a universe where it feels like it's 1950s, right? Mm -hmm. But it's actually 2020, it just, they hadn't really expanded past that point yet. Mm. They hadn't gotten there. Or maybe in that universe, sorry, in that universe, the Big Bang happened 50 years later. So you're actually stepping into what they would consider to be the 1950s because the universe hadn't actually existed until 50 years in the, um, into the future. So trippy. It's a very weird concept. That's why I love the show, man. That's why. <laughs> show's funny. The new season's weird. It's very, uh, it doesn't feel like Rick and Morty. Uh, although some, like there's one or two episodes in it that are the most Rick and Morty episodes I've ever seen. Yeah. We know they're sick of it. Yeah. It we just know feel, they're done. It feels they're like out. that. It feels like, it just feels like the creators yeah. are like, you know what, man? Like this was a good run, but yeah. Remember it's, the, it's time to put this to rest. Remember right? that Chekwin sauce? Rage? Szechuan? Uh, yeah. Szechuan. Szechuan. We had it. And wasn't Ooh. it? Just ketchup? What? No, it wasn't just ketchup. It was it was like Wait, what are we talking about? Uh so the Rick and Morty fan fan base freaked out over a promotional sauce that Disney had for or sorry, that McDonald's had for the Disney movie Mulan. Mm-hmm. It was a Szechuan sauce, which is uh a Szechuan is related to the, like I guess the region in China that Mulan came from or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or just China in general, right? A Szechuan, Oriental sauce. A Szechuan sauce. I wouldn't use that word, but a Szechuan <laughs> sauce is like very Chinese, right? Yeah. And they just used it to promote the movie Milan with their toys and shit like that. And Rick made a big stink in the TV show about how it was the best sauce he's ever had. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'd fucking kill people for this sauce. <laughs> he's like, in my memory, at least in the episode, he's like, it's the only place where I can taste it. That's like something you do with best, ranch. It's the best shit, <laughs> right? Dude, I went so, to Five Guys. Hold on, real quick. Yeah, I went to Five Guys yesterday, and I ordered. And I was like, "Look, I'm only gonna order if they have ranch, right?" <laughs> and then I forgot to to ask at, at the beginning, so I already paid. And I was like, "You guys have ranch, right?" They're like, "No, we don't have ranch. We have barbecue sauce, and ketchup, and mustard." Oh and I my! Like, I would have just said cancel I was the like, order. Oh my! Fu- I already paid, dude. Yeah, so well, you like, have your receipt. Yeah, Get, cancel dude, the order. Get my money. You don't got ranch. I'm out. Like, man, no. I'm out. I'm out. Peace. You want to speak about five guys? More like one you guy. Wanna, get the hell out. Nah. Yeah, you want to speak about criminal? Yeah. Criminal establishments. What? Five guys charges way too fucking much for what they, they sell. They do, dude. Yeah, they do. They do. But you know what? I am not gonna lie to you. The first bite I had, I was like, "This is some good ass meat." What's well, a good hamburger? It's a okay. good hamburger, but it's All not right. a seventeen dollar hamburger. But it's an average hamburger. At yeah. first, I was like, "This is worth it." And then when I finished and I wasn't full, that's when I was like, this ain't worth it. <laughs> no, when he finished, he the thought came across his mind that comes across everybody's mind when they are in California and they eat at any other fast food burger place, right? Should have just went to In-N-Out. Exactly. <laughs> you, I know you had that thought. It's in everybody's mind. Was it as good as In-N-Out? No, dude. In-N-Out. I actually looked at the receipt and I was like, 14 bucks, huh? You know what? I could have gotten animal fries, two three by threes, and a drink <laughs> for six dollars. Yes, well, like Straight probably eight, up. but like you know, but they yeah. had to raise their prices. But I don't you know them. what? Sometimes, fuck it, just do it. Just buy yourself that good tasting, different. You know what? If you have In and Out every single day, just take one day off and have Five Guys, or cook your own. No, burger. Yeah, I maybe, to maybe start them. with cooking your own burger. Yeah, try to figure that one out. True. Try to perfect the recipe. I don't yeah. know how to cook. About a lot. Of we this, know. So. I don't have any utensils anyway, at home. Um, <laughs> I don't even have a kitchen. Fuck. Zade. <laughs> Zade cooks all of his meat over open fires. <laughs> That's how hardcore alpha masculine. Yeah, That's how far he takes yeah. the carnivore diet. Yeah, dude. I, I've, noticed he doesn't, I've noticed he doesn't have eyebrows, dude. I don't yeah, know if you, you guys know. Huh? <laughs> it's just yeah, burnt Zade off. actually <laughs> shaved all of the hair off of his body. What do you mean, dude? It's just the open fires, bro. <laughs> like, uh, 
A lot of hard work goes into that. I'm kidding. My yeah. friends. Zayd has beautiful, beautiful eyebrows. Oh, thank you. And you know what? He has a more beautiful beard. Why, thank you. Yeah, dude. I appreciate thanks to that. me. Thanks to me. I convinced your ass. Fucking the yeah, beard. Honestly. Did you trim the beard up? No. No? No? See how you didn't trim it actually, at all? actually a little bit on the side, but okay. like barely even noticeable. Because I was gonna say it's actually very noticeable. It looks like you cleaned it up a lot. That's what I was gonna okay. say. It looks good. Noticeable to other people then. That is I good. guess so. I mean, I see you every day. Regardless, so. his beard doesn't grow out like pubes, which is down, dude. His beard doesn't grow out patchy like mine. I mean, yeah, isn't every beard basic? You can you can see it from the perspective of no, pubes on because face. some no. some people's neck hairs grow faster than their cheeks, and then it looks like you have a neck beard. Yeah, I've seen yeah, that. I, grow, I've seen that I can grow a mean neck beard. Doesn't mean I should or that yeah. I do. Don't don't <laughs> don't do that. No, <laughs> please grow a neck beard. No, no. Uh, you might as well buy me a fedora grow. and and get me a Reddit account with freaking gold. <laughs> grow a neck beard <laughs> and just shave your head monk this, style. Does your dad grow a beard? Logan? God, no. No? Hell no. Okay, so it's genetic for you. Well, kind of. I mean, we can grow a really good mustache. <laughs> Hell yeah. You of course dude, you can. I gotta I gotta pull up some photos for you guys of um my dad in the eighties mm -hmm. when he was like uh just getting into bodybuilding. Yeah. Dude, he had like his hair went down to like his shoulders and it was curly. Yeah. It's fucking it wasn't like, it wasn't like curly curly, but it was like wavy, yeah. I guess you could say. Yeah. And he had a he had like a Magnum PI, but like a better looking, more Italian version mustache, and he's just fucking jacked, like huge just roided. You know, this not not yet, but like these are just huge shoulders yeah. and huge traps, and he's yeah. just freaking jacked with this mustache. Hey, damn, that's so we so can good. I can grow like a super mobster looking mustache, but the beard department it's just, it's too patchy. Yeah, way too patchy. I need that. What is that like little roller thing with the the pins on it? And then uh, you can, derma roller. A derma roller is yeah. that what it? And then they come. They have like that beard formula shit that you yeah. can buy now. Yeah. Is that Keeps or whatever? Uh, well, do they do that or is it a different? Uh, company? It's basically the same thing. It all falls under minoxidil, the actual ingredient. Oh. But. Screw all of that. Go to the Middle East and live there for two months. You'll yeah, come bro. back. With all you need beard. is all you need is Saudi Arabian sun. Dude. Yeah. If they don't, if you don't grow a beard while you're there, like, did you even visit? Are yeah, you dude. even? <laughs> masculine I, I i am i i'm not even kidding dude my my beard genetics are like really slow to like almost i almost thought they were non-existent right until i started going more and more to like egypt and like saudi arabia are you serious i swear to you every time i'd come back people would be like bro did you grow more facial hair and i'm like is that just because you grew hmm. it for longer yeah probably it was no. probably because he wasn't shaving it was just or were you shaving no i was trimming Oh, okay. So you were keeping up with it. Yeah. And at that point, like, I wasn't young. I was 23, you know, and then 24, and then 25. And then over the years, it just kept growing more. Miss me with that correlation. Equals Started getting darker, Miss dude. me with your correlation. <laughs> Miss me with your correlation. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. My, my beard, I grew it out when I was in Paris for a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was legitimately... <laughs> The worst thing You've I've ever done to my face. Oh. Like that, it was just, it didn't look good. Just look maybe because you want to know why, this is what was weird about it was the hairs were maybe like a quarter of an inch long each yeah. across my face uniformly. Yeah. So nothing was trimmed, right? Yeah. It was way too fair. Like it wasn't dark enough okay. mm -hmm. to be a proper beard or like thick enough really. So it just looked like I had this weird like, just this weird level of hair that kind of went around my face, but you could 100% see my face. So it was like a, almost like a translucent starter beard. <laughs> it's a transparent like, beard. It, it was so weird looking. It was horrible. Yeah. I'm like, no way. You know what, you know what they say? What? It is what it is. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I and uh, with that, I think we will conclude episode number 34. Said, send us off, good man. Close well, it. As you know, we're available on YouTube now, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, uh -huh. and many more. So check us out. Leave a five star review. Subscribe and like. We love y'all. Stay safe. We're on YouTube. Make yeah, sure you don't we're on YouTube loot. now. Yeah, I said that. That's a big one. That one got me excited when we started hey. uploading to YouTube. I yeah, was like, Ooh. hell yeah. So yeah, check us out. Like, comment, review. Do all that stuff. You know what to do. We love y'all. We love all. We appreciate of you. the support. We also do have a support link on Anchor FM. If you guys want to donate, it helps us massively. And yes, yeah.
Let us stay, know what you think. Stay connected. Stay safe. Stay connected. Stay safe. Stay cool. Proud proud of how we're <laughs> proud of uh, us taking a stand. Good job at practicing your American values and yes. rights. Yes. Good we shit. We are coming together as humans. <laughs> yes. We are coming together. What are you reading? The Declaration of Independence. And thou shall. If you had it in front of me, I would. Yeah. <laughs> and thou shall. Conclude. And thou shalt conclude episode 34. This has been Logan. This has been Said. And this has been Said. Thank, Thank you very, you very much. much. For joining. Bye. Bye. Bye.